a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events dot life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mighty God, I just want to thank you again today for your kindness, your mercy, and your faithfulness towards each and every one of us. You have been our anchor in time of the storm. You held us together. Your glory and your presence abide with us. You have glorified yourself in our life and frustrated the works of darkness. Holy Spirit of God, I pray that today you will pour out your blessing, you pour out your favor upon each and every one of us that even, Lord, as we step out today, you will glorify yourself in our lives in the precious name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Make this declaration with me. Say, I cancel my name and that of my family from the death register with the fire of God. In the name of Jesus, I cancel my name and that of my family from the death register with the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Every weapon of destruction fashioned against me shall be destroyed by the fire of God in Jesus' name. Say, fire of God, fight for me in every area of my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Every hindrance to my protection be melted by the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Every evil gathering against me be scattered by the thunder fire of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, O Lord, let your fire destroy every evil list containing my name in the mighty name of Jesus. All failures of the past be converted to success in Jesus' precious name. Say, O Lord, let the former rain, the later rain, and your blessings fall down on me now in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, O Lord, let all the failure mechanism of the enemy designed against my success be frustrated in the mighty name of Jesus. And lastly, say, I receive power from on high and I paralyze all the powers of darkness that are diverting my blessings. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. I receive power from on high 
and I paralyze all the powers of darkness that are diverting my blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray today that the Lord will honor himself in every area of our life, and by his power, all the works and schemes of darkness shall be frustrated in the precious name of Jesus. The Lord has been good, and I pray that he will continue to expand his favor and his goodness towards each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. We continue in our exploration of the book of James. We are today in the verse 14 of the chapter 2 of the book of James. And we are going to be reading that chapter 2 from verse 14 to verse 24. And today is talking about faith and works. Faith and works. The Apostle James is trying his best to teach us on how to be able to differentiate what faith is from work. What is faith? Faith is what we are supposed to give to receive from God, believing that God is able to do what he has promised, believing in the power of God, believing in the faithfulness of God, trusting God that is able to answer our prayers, trusting God for our protection, trusting God for our provision and providence, trusting God for the supply of all our needs. Work, in a sense, is we being able to do our part, being able to do our own part. What, whatever it is that God has given us the ability to do, work is being able to do that. So you don't carry faith to a place like the bathroom. Yes, faith works in every area of our life. But when you go to your bathroom and you turn on your cold water, but you want hot water, you stand in front of the, the tap and you are fitting the cold water to turn to hot water. It's not as if God does not have the ability to do that. But you will be wasting time and you'll be wasting faith. All you just have to do is turn on the heater in your bathroom. Then the water will be hot. That is work. So there are times that we as Christians, we have used faith in a negative light. Whereas where we are looking for a way to escape our own responsibility by going through faith. We want God to do everything for us. What God already enabled us, what he already empowered us to do. That is what faith and works is all about. Now, let's go to the Bible. He said, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothes and lack daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, if it does not have work, is dead by itself. 
Look at the example that Apostle James gave. Faith without work is dead. Your faith will be dead when you don't realize what your physical responsibilities are and you are fitting, you are fitting your physical responsibilities. So let's say you prayed, you got some money, and that money is meant for your school fees, and you consume that money, you, you spend your school fees, and you consumed it, and when it's time for you to pay the school fees, you are now beginning to trust God again for another school fees. Your faith may not work as at that time because you have been irresponsible to the provision of God in your life by spending your school fees on frivolities. So the example I gave initially of the bathroom, instead of you to just go straight to the water heater, put it on, you are standing in front of the tap and you are praying in tongue, you are firing, I command this water to turn hot. I believe this water is turning hot. You are going to be wasting your time. The fact that God refuses to answer that prayer of turning that cold water to hot water does not mean God does not have the ability to do it. But God already gave us the mind and he already gave us the hand to heat our own water, to take responsibility for little things like eating your own water, either through using the water heater or by plugging the water heater or by using your gas cooker to warm your water before you go to the bathroom. A young lady or a young man comes to you as a Christian and they are hungry. They complain to you about their hunger that they have not eaten for the past three days and they are looking up to God. They came to you and say, oh, they are look- some will even come to you and say, oh, Man of God, my sister, my brother, I've not eaten for three days, so please pray for me, for God to help me. That's what some people will ask you. Some will not ask you, they want you to give them food. But if your faith is at work, if your faith is complete and you have your work, life working very well, as soon as the person speaks of hunger, you will know that the person does not need prayer. You will know that the person does not need words of encouragement. A hungry man doesn't need word of encouragement. He needs food. Apostle James says that your faith is dead. If you just pray for the person and tell him to go and keep warm, that the Lord will provide for him. He says you have a dead faith. You have a dead faith. At that moment, what is expected of you as a Christian, even if you don't have much, to provide for the need of that Christian brother, to provide for the need of that Christian sister. That means your faith is at work. Your faith is alive. But someone will say, you have faith and I have work. Show me your faith without works. And I will show you faith from my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe and they shudder. Foolish man, are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac to his, his son on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his works. 
and by works faith was perfected. So the scriptures was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness and he was called God's friend. You see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, wasn't Rahab the prostitute also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by a different route? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without work is dead. You are believing God for breakthroughs, for financial breakthroughs. You embark on a 21 days fasting and prayer for financial breakthroughs. And while you are doing that fasting and prayer, you are indoor for that 21 days. You even shut down your phone. Nobody should call you during the 21 days. That faith is dead on arrival. Because one fact you have to understand is that God does not bless lazy people. Because before God blesses you, there is something you must be doing. There is something you must be doing. It is not you that God will bless. It is the work of your hand that God is going to bless. You may carry the blessing of God, but if you don't put your hand into something, to do something, your faith will be dead. You are trusting God for an improved marriage. You are praying, you are fasting, you are praying, you are fasting. But you have attitudes that you refuse to change. You have attitudes you refuse to let go. The only time you change the attitude is when you feel like you are almost losing. And after some time, you return back to your vomit. That marriage may not stand. That is the fact. You are praying for breakthrough in your business. But you are a squanderer. Every money you get, you squander it on frivolities. There is no way the financial breakthrough will come. It does not mean that God does not have the ability, God does not have the power to give you the desired financial breakthrough. God does. But faith without work is dead. As you are receiving divine provision, you are also required to be responsible for whatever blessing that God gives to you. It is your duty to keep the blessing of God in your life going. It is your duty to keep the blessing of God in your life intact. You don't take advantage of faith. I used to tell some of the artisans in our church, we come, we pray for breakthroughs, we pray for open heavens over your business. Sometimes we even invite you to bring the tools that you use to work for prayers. We pray on them that, oh God, let these tools bring your people breakthrough. Let these tools become a conduit of blessing. Whenever they are seen, let the favor of God radiate upon your children. Blah, blah, blah. We pray all those prayers. And then you leave the church. God answers your prayer and gives you a contract. And your own responsibility of implementing that contract in an effective manner, in a very excellent way, you did everything shabbily. 
The people who gave you contract, maybe it was a road they gave you, maybe it was a house they asked you to build, maybe it was a, a gutter they gave you, maybe it was a supply of plastic spoons, whatever it is that they, they give you give to you as a contract, maybe it's a supply of plastic plates, supply of carpet, supply of dresses and all that. But in your implementation of your own part of the bargain, you did everything shabbily. You did everything rough. You bought plastic spoon of low quality in order for you to amass more gains. And when they are using the plastic spoon, the thing is breaking. The fact is that you have to understand that your faith will not keep that business going because you have not been responsible in the discharge of your works, the discharge of your duty. As we are trusting the Lord with faith, we must also be effective in the contribution of our own part of the bargain. So the people you supply inferior plastic spoons to, after using the plastic spoon for one or two, three times, you realize that you have cheated them. They are not coming back to you. Your faith cannot bring them back to you. Your prayers cannot bring them back to you. That's how God works. So, if you are praying for breakthroughs and God answers you, you must try as much as possible to do your part and do it effectively and excellently. When you do it excellently and effectively, what happens is that God will now enter that's when your faith will now begin to work. God will now enter into the hearts of the people who gave you that contract. Because you delivered your job excellently. They appreciate what you've done. They like what you've done. Next time, they are coming back to patronize you. By doing that, you have gained a permanent customer. And that is when now your faith begins to work. That is when now God will now begin to minister to them. Kalabo shatayaba. That is when God now begins to minister to them. Oh, recommend this man to that your politician friend. Let them give him a bigger contract. They will fight it, they will fight it, they will fight it. And then, before they know it, your faith is working. Your prayer is working. They are recommending you for a bigger thing. They recommended you for that bigger contract. And then, you did that one too. Excellently well. You went beyond the earth to do the thing excellently well. You are doing your part. Then God steps in to do his part again for you by causing that person to first become your permanent customer and then God began to minister to them. They began to recommend you. This person will recommend you to somebody that is higher than him and that is how people keep going up. People keep going up. People keep going up until they reach the goal that they designed, designed for them, themselves until they reach the fulfillment of God's purpose for their life. But if you have faith, but you fail in the aspect of doing your works, the devil steps in and mess things up for us. That's one thing you have to understand. You cannot underestimate the power of your own responsibility in the school of faith. Faith is spiritual. Work is physical. 
Imagine you, you, you pray for a job and God answered your prayer. And because God has answered your prayer, does not mean they are going to join pro- they, are, they are going to jump the protocol. There is a protocol the company needs to follow in order to bring you into the company to work there. You have to pass the interviews. You have to make sure you skate through everything. Imagine you prayed to God for a job and then they, you were invited for an interview. The way God will answer you, it will start by an invitation for an interview. But during the time of your preparation for the interview, you were busy sleeping, you're not doing your part, and then you get to the place of interview, they ask you a simple question you cannot answer. And then they threw you out. Then you come back to the house of God and you begin to blame God for not giving you a job. God gave you the opportunity, but you blew it up by your carelessness. That is what faith and works means. When it is required of us to do something, let us do it excellently well. We should not hang everything on the neck of prayer. Prayer changes everything. But prayer is not needed for everything. You, you can quote me anyway. Prayer changes everything. But prayer is not needed for everything. An example, you wake up in the morning. You don't use prayer to go to the bathroom. Oh Lord, shower me. Oh Lord, shower me. I don't want to go late to, to work. Come, pour the water, the hot water of heaven upon, upon my head. Let my shower come from heaven. Let my shower come from heaven. Let the angels of God sponge me. Let the angels of God put heavenly soap on my sponge. Let them sponge me now. And you speak in tongues, you blast in tongues. You will be there for 100 days. Nothing will happen. Why? Because God has given you your hand. He has given you your leg. And he has given you a brain to tell you that when you wake up very early in the morning, you get to your bathroom. There is something called bathroom in your house. You take your leg and walk to that bathroom, put on your water, and use your hand to shower. If you like, pray. Stand in front of your fridge, put your toothbrush on the on the on, on the on top of the fridge or wherever you put it, or in your bathroom, put your toothbrush there, put the toothpaste beside it, and start blasting tongue. Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand in the authority. In the name of Jesus, you toothpaste, arise, put yourself on my toothbrush. You toothpaste, arise, put yourself on my toothbrush. You'll be there for 1,000 years. you grow up in that place. Nothing will happen. Why? That faith is dead on arrival. Because God gave you a hand and he gave you a mind that tells you, pick up the toothpaste, put your toothbrush in your left hand and use your right hand to press the toothpaste and put it on your brush and start brushing. Faith works in critical situations, situations that does not require your energy, situation that does not require your intervention, situation that is beyond your wisdom, beyond your connection, beyond the people you know. Sometimes God brings us into friendship with people in order to use them for us. We can pray. We can commit our days, everything in the hands of God. But there are times that all it is required of you to do 
is pick up your phone after you have prayed pick up your phone and tell somebody what your problem is and God will minister to them and they will be of help sometimes people assume we are okay because you refuse to talk sister how are you doing oh the Lord has been faithful I am okay but here you are you have not eaten for five days and this person is concerned about you they come and ask you Sister, how are you doing? Something keeps telling them to ask you how you are doing. Or you are telling them you are okay. You are okay. Sometimes, there is nothing wrong in telling your close friends what your problems are. I know, I understand that we live in a world where people we call our close friends can actually be our enemies. It depends on the people you associate yourself with. That is why it is very important for you to have the right circle around yourself. Surround yourself with people that will not disgrace you when you tell them what your needs are. Sometimes all it takes is for God to raise a helper for someone is you opening up the people around you. Faith without work is dead. I pray that your faith will come alive and your work will meet, will come in contact with your faith and your life will be effective. Today is a day of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at at underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events dot life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you. It is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore events. I'm also on TikTok at at underscore events. I'm on YouTube at 80 Evans Missions. See you in the next episode.